Hey everybody, welcome to episode 198 of the Bite Me Podcast. We're it's it's 202 weeks from now, and that is very exciting. We have a party planned. It's going to be great. You'll be able to get more information on that on our uh, social media and our Discord very soon. Like probably two three days from now, it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be lots of fun. I'm very excited. Anyway, I'm Cliff Johnson. Today I am joined by none other than my brother. Woo! That's him. His name's Colby. And guesting for Dylan. Dylan uh, took a trip to almost all the way to Canada today. Um, and I mean, not that that's far from here. Like Canada's <laughs> maybe three hours away from Seattle. But like he's still he's he's very far north. Um, he said he was almost in Canada doing um, King of the Hill cosplay. I don't know exactly what that means, but radio is a strange, strange business. Anyway, pinch hitting for Dylan on very short notice, so we appreciate it, is our good friend Hans. Hi. <laughs> hey, Hans. Hi. Right behind him is a very cool Black Tiger arcade game. Is that is that new, or is that just new in that location? It's new in that location. I mean, it's two, three weeks old. It came down in the basement two or three weeks ago. It's very cool. That was it's a just, that was a pretty big find for you, right? Like that's, that's that uh, was yes, that's the uh, Ready Player One big find for us. That'll get closer to completing our Ready Player One row. What do you have left? Joust. Oh, Joust is pretty good too, man. Yes, I, Joust is one of my like Pizza Hut games, um, and I think only like only eighties kids <laughs> can say they understand what a Pizza Hut game and is. and drinking from hoses. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> Coming home when the lights went out. Yeah, no, um, I hate everything about that. But sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, Hans is here today. We're going to talk about uh, GeForce and their new ridiculously priced video cards, um, <laughs> like. If you are a PC gamer, more power to you, absolutely. But you can buy three Xbox One X Pros <laughs> for the price of one of these. Anyway, uh, Sony's thinking about bringing more first-party games to PC. Uh, there's a new pirate uh, battle royale game coming. It looks kind of like Sea of Thieves, but battle royale looks kind of kind of cool. I'm interested in that. Uh, Fall Guys raises one million dollars for charity. Sea of Thieves, actual Sea of Thieves, is getting dogs, which is great. Uh, and Twelve Seconds. You guys remember Yay. Twelve Seconds? Yeah. I do. Yeah. God, that game looks so good. It was a. Uh, it probably revealed at E3. Man, time is weird. I think it was only last year. 19? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was probably about a year ago, which also means that it was also 45 years ago. Anyway, 12 Seconds is coming quite soon and is bringing some really interesting people with it. I'm kind of uh, excited to see how this works out. We got questions. Not a ton today, but that's okay. We got one from Vinny. We got one, a really good one, actually, from Charisma Icon. I'm kind of excited about this. One from the Dons. And I guess Mansox is going to ask his own question because he's here. Yay! Uh, and then a bunch of cheap free games because xbox was stupid on our last episode and then we got troll quarter and i'm i don't want to say i'm excited about mm -hmm. troll quarter but man am i excited to shit all over ubisoft again so like those folks just can't catch a break man i mean it's their own fault but also can't catch a break so what do you do anyway we're gonna start with what we are playing colby's playing an xbox 360 game you want to talk about that man <laughs> do you want me to yell for 45 minutes about viva pinata <laughs> That's what the people want, Colby. That's why they show up to this podcast every single week. So Not start Viva Pinata specifically, but just to hear you rant. So I started playing Viva Pinata because I've always kind of wanted to play it. Yeah. And it seemed like a good game to play in front of my kid. Um, she liked it for the like four hours I played it until I rage quit. Um, now that's a rare game, right? Like, made by Rare? I mean, you can find it in a lot of places. But <laughs> it, it, it's free on Game Pass yeah. right now. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, it is a rare game. Yeah. I, wait, is it? I think so. Are you thinking Banjo? I believe they made both of those games. Did they make both of those? I, I think. And Rare, yep. Yeah. Xbox yeah. Game Studios and Rare. Man, yeah. that Cliff Kid, he knows his stuff. Um, So I started playing it, and it's fun and whatever. And uh, got about probably longer than four hours. Probably got about six hours into it. And you've got your pinatas, and they can get, like, injured via fights and stuff between different pinatas. And I had a snake who was just being a dick to everyone. Like, literally. Like, like a snake pinata? Yeah. It's, okay. It started a fight, and you can, like, stop it by, like, smacking him with a shovel. <laughs> and... And this is a kid's game, you say? Yeah, yeah. And I, so I, I smacked it with a shovel, and it was like, fine. And then, like, two seconds later, it just picked the fight with another pinata. So I smacked it with the shovel. And then it went and picked a third fight with another pinata. And I smacked it with the shovel. And then, like, two minutes later, it started another fight. And I didn't get there quickly enough for it to, like, get smacked with the shovel. And so it and some other animal, or, you know, pinata were fighting. And the snake won, and so you have to call a doctor in to get the other pinata fixed. So I did that, and the doctor came in and fixed up the pinata, and then got stuck on my map. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, that's annoying, but whatever. And then, I don't know, one of the bad pinatas came in and, like, bit my hedgehog or something i don't know one of the other pinatas and it's like hey just call the doctor i'm like i'd love to but the doctor's three feet away and stuck what do i do and the answer is like in a normal game you'd think like the doctor would just like no clip on through that tree he was stuck in and instead like this npc came out and destroyed one of my buildings <laughs> so that the doctor could get free and i'm like well thanks for that, um, those cost money, you know. And at about the same time a doctor was destroying my building, a uh, little thing came up that said, like, hey, if you don't, like, find a doctor for your, you know, things, they just die. In which case, one of my guys just died because the doctor was stuck in a tree. Um, so that was aggravating, and I decided to go play Graveyard Keeper. And then... Before we move on to Graveyard Keeper, I have to tell you Oh, no, favorite. no, I haven't finished. Oh, okay. There's I more apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. Played Graveyard Keeper the rest of the, you know, time. And later that night, I, uh, my kid was like, let's play Viva Pinata. And I'm like, oh, okay. Start up Viva Pinata. So when I left Viva Pinata, I had saved it and turned off the Xbox. So the game is paused. Xbox off. Turn the Xbox back on, unpause it, and every single one of my pinatas had died somehow. Wow. And most of my buildings had been destroyed. And I said some choice words and said, Bud, we're not going to play Viva Pinata ever again. <laughs> and then I deleted it. So... So my assumption is, is what happened is like an eight-year-old's birthday party somehow rampaged through Pinata Land. I mean, like, the game was paused. There's no, like, it wasn't like I accidentally left it running and, like, went like, ah, crap, you know, kind of thing. It was yeah. literally paused. If and you, if you hit a pinata hard enough with a shovel, do, like, a bunch of candy come out? Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That's all yeah. I really wanted you to You have know. to hit them a few times, but. So my favorite part about this game, obviously I have not played it, but I've heard Colby play it, is I'm, like, sitting there playing, I'm playing my game, and I'm like, 
is that like weird porn music coming from your TV call? And he's like, yeah, my pinatas are doing it so I can get more pinatas. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and it's like, wow, 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 yeah, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yep. It's good. Yep. Romance and pinatas. Um, <laughs> still playing Graveyard Keeper. Um, according to it, I've only put 32 hours into it. I think that's wrong um, because I'm pretty sure I put way more than 32 hours in. I mean that's fine. You still have 270 hours left, so yeah, it's yeah. uh it's really fun. Um, I don't know. I've talked about it for like the last three weeks. I'm sure you can go back and listen to those. Sure. Then Tell I started playing a game which I've been spending the last half hour trying to figure out how to describe on this podcast. <laughs> um, it's called Hypnospace Outlaw, and it. It's about a fake internet set in the 90s. Um, If you remember the 90s, it does look like every page looks like a bad Angel Fire page. Um, (laughs) A lot of spinning things, you know. um, Stuff follows your cursor. Yep, uh, 100%. And what you are is you're like basically the internet cops for these websites sure and so like you get tasked by your you know manager to or whoever like to you know hey so we've had this problem with i don't know kappa coin was one that i did and it was you know this isn't authorized on our you know hypno site or whatever it's called and you need to go through and find all these and report them and so that's what you do. You literally go through and find all the things. And there's, like, different ways to do it. You don't have to necessarily, like, go through each web page and look for this. Like, I found someone talking about it on one of the web pages, and then it'll bring up, like, search terms that you can look for. And so I clicked <laughs> on that and was able to find all the web pages that have it. Um, and it's... I don't know how, like... Uh, it shouldn't be fun, but it is, and it has a story that's kind of interesting. I'm only like a couple, probably two hours in, maybe two and a half. I mean, apparently the story gets way twistier and turnier and stuff, but it's really fun, and it really does kind of remind you of that, like, probably like mid-90s internet kind of thing. Sure. Like, pro- like, I would, I think 99's like a little too late for what i'm remembering with this but like 96 97 100 that's amazing um, so that game came out it's on it came out on game pass so uh-huh. if you want to play it on game pass pc and xbox i believe so you can play it either yeah. way but it's been out on steam for about a year now um came out in march of 2019 so actually a little more than a year year and a half and it has a 10 out of 10 on steam mm-hmm. that's like what people think about this game it is overwhelmingly positive across almost 1300 reviews so like there's there's something there yeah, i just don't know what that is i would it's one of those games like i said like i i don't know how to describe it because what i'm saying is like hey you go through web pages and you look for bad stuff isn't necessarily <laughs> what it is but uh you should really try it and yeah. just, I mean, it's, first of all, it's real small. I think it's less than a gig. So just go ahead and give it a shot. It's really fun. That's funny. That's really funny. Uh, I'll talk about what I've been playing real fast, but it's all stuff that I've played in the past, so it's not exciting. I played more Battletoads. Um, I, I got, beat Battletoads. I, yeah, I got through enough of it to um, get the Sea of Thieves ship, which is 
pretty cool actually it's very green very green but it's it's cool um it's an interesting game because i played i talked uh carter into playing it with me and it's interesting because if you it there's a ton of achievements in that game like that game dumps achievements yes but if you're playing it with two people every time you get an achievement it get it pops the thing for both of you (laughs) so like it's just this constant like (laughs) like it just all the time um it's fun like i don't i don't have anything against it except i hate the mini games i hate the mini games i hate all the mini games um luckily like the hacking one once you screw it up fast enough it just yeah. gives you like a quick hack which is yep. great but i think the hacking i think the mini games really screw up the flow of that game to be honest they have um, those in the original battletoads i have not played the original battletoads yeah. in 30 years so yeah. i trust you um what was I going to say about it? it? Is it still the hardest game ever? No. No. There's an no. easy mode that's very easy. It's... Very easy. And it's what you should probably play it on. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is the the percentage rate on those uh, achievements is fascinating. Yeah. Because I beat that game in under three hours. I beat it in like two hours and 57 really? minutes, I want to say. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and the last, I don't know maybe half maybe maybe last third of the game every single achievement is a rare achievement yeah i noticed that there's a lot of rares on that like the last achievement is like was like five percent and i'm like this is a three hour game that's quite fun i don't understand the people who are dropping off like a third of or two thirds of the way through i I don't know knowing that it's that short i'll probably beat it oh yeah um if if it was like a five or six hour game i'd be out like i can't it's 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 good enough, but it's not spectacular. It's I w- actually really fun co-op though. Like the co-op part is really yeah. good. I really like the uh, twin stick shooter part. I don't know if you've reached that. I've not gotten to that yet. Those I'm only are, there's what three three sections. Four three actually. Acts? Oh really? I think I just finished the first one. So. Everyone, every page will tell you that there is three acts, and then talk about the fourth act. Weird. They're like, there's three acts to this game, and then you'll like look through their little, you know, um, like walkthrough, and all of them have a fourth act listed. I'm like, guys, like. weird. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. Um, so I played that. Um, I actually played uh, a little bit of the Turing test just to I love the Turing test. Yeah, like I, you know, we talked about it a lot, and I'm sure when you were playing it, you said like, "Hey, Cliff, it's like a kind of cool portal clone," mm-hmm. and I said, "Uh huh." And just totally disregarded that because I got in and I'm like, oh, this is a really cool portal clone. Um, and it's really fun. And I love the, I love like the conceit of the game. Yep. You're a, uh, a, like a, on a spaceship that has lost communication. Like the AI that um, is keeping track of the other people on your team has lost communication with them. And you're in cryo sleep. So they wake you up so you can go check on, on the other people on this team down on the planet. And they get there, and the AI is like, "Oh, this is really weird. They've they've reconfigured these modules to make it so I can't get through them myself." And he's like, "It's like a Turing test. Like it's they've reconditioned, they've reconfigured all this, so you have to use like lateral thinking um, to get through these rooms. And I'm not capable of that because I'm an AI. And so you, as a human, have to use like reasoning and problem solving to get through it. So." The Turing test is actually the game, yep. which I thought was really, really clever. Um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. If, if you like the Turing test, you should also play the Talus Principle and Swapper. Yeah, Swapper was great. All oh, no, no, no. I didn't play Swapper. I was thinking Headlander. Swapper. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it went out of yeah, it went out of Game Pass before I could finish it or but, start it. Uh, Swapper, all three of those have kind of similar feel, and they're all very very good. How long is the Turing test? Not long. I want to say yeah. it's like maybe five hours. That's probably good. Yeah, I, yeah. I played it because I had to like walk 125 yards in the Turing test in order to get some Microsoft rewards. But yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, I'll probably keep playing it. It's fun. It was an incredibly good game. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, and I'm still playing Divinity Original Sin. I will continue to play Divinity Original Sin, I'm sure, through nearly the end of this year. It's a very, very long game. It's still great, though. Still having a lot of fun with it. So, Hans, talk to me about, I mean, anything interesting in Tarkov? Like, have they done anything? Oh, uh, no, not really. Not lately. Uh, yeah, we're still doing a lot of Tarkov. Um, there is a new map coming in a couple months. There's, you know, come play. It's fun. There's a... Right now, you can buy it for like twenty percent off. So I watched a video the other day that showed like the game design concept behind Tarkov, and it uh, it was a joke, obviously. But they're just like everything. They're like, oh man, so would that make you as a player feel like you've been punched in the dick? And they're like, yes, that'd be great. They're like, that's what we're gonna do. And every time I watch Hans play, I'm like, oh, now I get it. So uh, it, it is. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, it 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 is honestly a fun game, but mostly it's as fun with the other guys I play with. Oh yeah, so, you guys um, look like you have so much fun. We do, and the game is obviously a pain in the ass. But it is. I'll be honest, it's better than PUBG, and we like it better than some of the other team shooters. As well. Absolutely, no, it's cool. It's well. I mean, I think that the realism is what makes that game cool. It just it's not for me. It's just not. Yeah, for I mean me. that's that's it, right? You get you you will get shot from across the map you know 10 seconds into their match yep that's yep it's good reality it's good uh and then uh torchlight 3 so i finally i bought that um if you like diablo and torchlight you will like torchlight 3 it there's a lot of people that are complaining about it saying you know it was kind of it was going to be an mmo and then they decided to not make it an mmo so it's kind of uh i don't know i'm six seven hours into it and enjoying it just like i would a Diablo clone, so... Does it feel pretty good? Because, like, I played the demo of it, but a long time ago, like 2018. I waited in line at PAX. It's probably the longest line I've ever waited in at PAX, actually. Um, I probably waited a half hour to play it, and I thought it felt terrible. Um, no, it didn't I, feel like Torchlight or Diablo, so it feels good now. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing yeah. it on PC, so, I mean, it's, you know, point and click and things yep. die. Yeah, this is, it felt, like, really rubbery, like the physics were off. Um, yeah, I don't think good. they must have fixed that. But good. Yeah, you know. I, I, I assumed, but... Now, that's in early access right now, right? It is early access, yeah. So they, they keep adding things, which actually kind of annoyed me. I was two or three hours in, and then like, oh, by the way, in five days, six days, we're going to uh, wipe everything. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, okay, I'm just not going to play for another week. Yeah, I... But. There's so many games, like Hades is that game for me, where I really wanted to play Hades, but they're like, hey, we keep adding new levels, we keep adding new stuff. I'm like, I own it now. I'll just wait until it's done. And yes, then, please finish it. Yeah, and it's coming out in the fall, so it's actually probably, I would guess, next month. So I will just keep waiting for Torchlight 3, but I'm super excited about that. What are, what character are you playing at? Like, what's your class? The choo-choo train guy, the robot that has choo-choo trains that run into people and shoot people. Torchlight, man, if you've never played Torchlight 1 and 2, like, there's some funky classes, right? You don't just have the warrior. I know Colby just played it and got kind of like burned on Torchlight 2, but man, I I remember having such good times with that game. (laughs) It's all good. All good. Uh, You want to talk about pinball? Uh, Well, so it's kind of newsy, but today um, Stern announced their latest pinball machine. So a few months, they're like putting out so many pinball machines this year. It's crazy. They just finished. 
uh, releasing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh-huh. um, a, a new version of that. There's an there's an older TMNT pinball, but it's not very good. Anyways, the new one looks like a lot of fun. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because of COVID. Um, but just today they released. Um, it's called Avengers Infinity Quest. Nice. Um, so it's a Marvel Avengers. Um, basically, it is you know there's the Infinity Gauntlet. You're fighting Thanos in the game. The artwork looks amazing. Um, it has some really cool features. Um, there's actually a Doctor Strange spinning wheel, magnetized spinning wheel. There's a actually a, um, what they call a gravity-defying pinball ramp. And there are very few games I've ever seen that actually have this. It's got a 360 like Hot Wheels loop. For That's the awesome. So That's super cool. Um, so we'll see how many times the ball actually doesn't make it up there and just falls down and dimples your you know wooden play field because yeah. firing metal balls around a wooden play field is awesome. <laughs> um, that sounds great. I yeah, it's we'll see. The uh, it's pricey. They are releasing MSRP is over six thousand dollars for just God. the uh, for the uh, pro. The 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 uh, most cheap version is six thousand three hundred dollars. That's so a lot of uh, money, man. Yeah, and you don't get the cool ramp or any of the cool features. You got to pay seventy five hundred dollars, get the Oof. premium version for all the really cool stuff. Yikes! Um, so yeah, I'll probably That's be playing that. At, yeah, at conventions and hopefully one of the local barcades here. I'll get it. So that's I don't a think, lot. Yeah, I, it probably will not join my collection. No, that's cool though. I mean, like that's very cool. I I miss. I don't know. Like I was, we went to the pinball. They have a like a pinball exhibition here. Um, every like late summer and we went last year kind of on a whim and we're like I don't know maybe this will be cool I don't know, maybe it won't be and we had so much fun and then it got canceled this year because of COVID and I was I was super disappointed because I don't play a lot of pinball otherwise it was super cool like we got to play the cool Primus one we got to play uh, just a bunch of cool pinball machines and you know. yeah right before COVID shut down was our big uh, pinball video game thing this year so I got to play actually finally I got to play Stranger Things pinball before it uh, oh very cool so that was that was a cool game that's very cool. I like it. Uh, all right. So um, I think Dylan, or uh, sorry, Hans is Dylan. So it is his job to introduce the next segment. News. It sounded like nudes. <laughs> Sand news. It'll be different. It'll be different. All right. So first up. <laughs> I cannot compete with Dylan. No, he's, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Um, GeForce uh, made its official announcements. I think everyone's known that there are new GeForce cards coming out for I don't know, three or four, five months. Like, these things aren't a secret. But they finally released the, I guess, RTX 30 line, I guess. I, I don't know how you'd, you'd call it. Um, they announced the new RTX 3070, the new RTX 3080. And I, I don't know if it was exactly a surprise, but they also released the RTX 3090. So these go from reasonable. Um and then very quickly become unreasonable. So the new RTX uh, 3070, which is you know just that continuation of the 1070 2070 line, which is like the graphics card I have. I have a 1070, and it's still pretty okay. Um, is going to be five hundred dollars. I paid four hundred ish for mine, three seventy five for mine. So like five hundred dollars is is I think pretty reasonable for a new like probably the new mid-range graphics card you're going to buy. I would assume as eventually there will be a 3060 that is going to be cheaper. Um, and once these aren't reference cards, they probably will come down in price. Like you probably, you may not be paying $1,500 for one of these. You might be paying that 400 450 Anyway, it's um, apparently more powerful than the RTX 2080 Ti, which right now is a 
$1,200 video card. So you get a lot of bang for your buck for $500. It's probably the card that your average PC gamer will want. It's going to get you, you know, those 4K resolutions. It's going to, you know, push a lot of frames, so on and so forth. It does come with 8 gigs of RAM, which is uh, 2 gigs more than kind of the standard for um, video cards this generation. But again, it's $500. Like, I mean, Colby's Colby's mocking me right now via video. And, I mean, do keep in mind, that is probably going to be almost the cost of an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5. <laughs> so, I was going to buy a couple of them. I know, right? Just, just, like, get one and then maybe a backup one in case something happens to it. Um, so the GeForce RTX 3080 is uh oh wait that wasn't the 80 that was the cheapest one that was the cheapest one okay my bad the 3080 is 700 dollars um so i should say the 3070 is going to come out in october the 3080 is going to be 700 dollars comes out september 17th so like two weeks from now a little bit more um 10 gigs of ram really fast it's going to be that that well if you don't want to like take a mortgage out on your house to buy a new video card this is that that TI card that you're going to, you're going to look at. It's going to push a lot of frames, but again, $700. But what I really want to talk about is the RTX 3090. So I don't want to, I can't decide if I want to bury the lead or not, but I I will for a minute. comes out September 24th. It is a triple slot GPU. So (laughs) like, I can't even tell you how big that is or how much space that's going to take up. I don't, I mean, I don't have, three slots on my motherboard do you hans well no no no, no. i mean <laughs> maybe is it just three slots in width or is it actually going to take up three pci i slots? believe it actually takes up three slots and maybe maybe not maybe it only takes up two but it is as big as three how so i don't know because man. because the the bus is not par- no yeah you're probably right it probably it probably just takes one I'm slot thinking. No, you're probably right. It takes one slot, but takes up the space of three cards. So this is like a condo moving into your your PC yes. case. Um, Twenty four gigs of RAM. It can apparently it'll be that that theoretically, and I say theoretically because I don't have an eight K TV. I don't know anyone who has an eight K TV, but in theory, this card will be able to push eight K sixty. Um, the good news is, is it only costs like. I would say if you're going to build a mid-range PC right now and put a... Like, I just built a computer for my kid. Um, It's got a a pretty fast CPU, 32 gigs of RAM. I think it has an RTX 2070 in it, maybe a 2080. cost me about $1,000 to build. Um, It's great. It runs super fast. It will push any game you want today. This video card costs $500 more than that complete system does. It's (sighs) $1,500. Can so I don't I, I'm not part of that enthusiast PC market. Like I I have a gaming PC, it's fine. I like it. Are there enough people in the enthusiast PC market to support a fifteen hundred dollar video card? Yes. Do you know why? The Bitcoin miners? Uh, no, the Bitcoin's not really well. Maybe yeah, I but know. it's not worth that I much know. anymore. What it is is going to be for people that want the cheap supercomputing GPU in their PC. Yeah, it's fair. So they can so they can do uh, you know all kinds of things you do with your supercomputing like yeah. jobs and stuff with the GPUs. So I mean, I guess so I've, that'll be used by small labs. I think not gamers, right? And it's re- yeah. it's crazy. But I mean, the thing is, is Nvidia makes cards specific for that market too. Well, so but that's what's interesting about this series. They're actually starting to bring the supercomputing chipsets into the gaming, yeah. and like 
So this is they're actually starting to merge both because, hey, sure. why not? Yeah, right. I just can't. There is no part of me like I I have enjoyed PC gaming in the past. Um, I enjoy it now. I make pretty good money and there is no part of me in this world who thinks, yeah, 1500 bucks for a, a single video card that I still have to get another eight, nine, I mean, thousand dollars. Because you have to pre premium parts if you don't want your CPU and your RAM and your other stuff to be your bottlenecks when you've got 24 gigs of, you know, video card memory coming along for the ride. So, like, you're talking, what, a three grand PC? $3,500 PC? That's a lot of money. And that's talking building yourself. If you're going to have Origin or one of those other folks build you a PC, it's probably five grand. Like... That's a lot of, that's a lot of money. I mean, again, that's three Xbox One X's, probably almost three Xbox One or uh, Series X's or PS5s. Like you really, you really have to like your PC gaming to put that much money down. So, you know, it's yeah, good. I, I was just bouncing through Forbes that did an article on this, and that's I think exactly it, right? This three ninety will be seen by um, the Chads and the gaming scene but it won't be uh you know it'll be mostly used for small labs yeah it makes more sense i don't know to me like the 3080 is really probably all you're gonna need i mean who's got an 8k tv who's gonna have an 8k tv in the next i mean this will be replaced by a new graphics card two or three years from now you're not gonna have an 8k tv two or three years from now (laughs) well so interesting enough maybe they are you know if they if they um advertise this in japan Japan is full of 8K TVs, right? Is it really? Yeah. So Sony, like um, guys that I work with were displaying 8K TVs, you know, two, three years ago at supercomputing conferences and stuff. And Interesting. Doing displays okay. there. So I guess so. here's my other thought, too, is an 8K TV is one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to push 8K onto a 27 or even 32-inch monitor? Like, that's a whole lot of pixels in a really, really, really small space. So... Is it even going to matter, or is this going to be 4K monitors that people are pushing at 144 frames a second, or 235 frames a second, or no? For sure, this is this is all for the e. The uh, I'm not going to say that. This is for the size comparison, right on the internet or yeah. at Land Wars, right? You it's say, just, oh yeah. I don't get it. It's not for me, but I, if it is for you, I, I don't know. Vinny was talking about getting one. I don't know if he was talking 380 or 390, but it, like, if it's for you, absolutely go for it, man. I I will not. I, like, if you got the money, do it. But man, that's a lot of money. I'm gonna stick with my like PC that runs okay, and uh, like I maybe maybe pick up a 370 like next year. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Sony, uh, speaking of consoles, is thinking about bringing more first-party games to PC. Now, I think if you asked any of us, we would go, well, that makes sense. Um, and it's kind of shocking that it's taken them this long Headline, to get Headline, Sony likes money. Yeah, right? But, I mean, that's the thing is, is, like, Sony likes money. But it's taken them until, like, the end of 2020 to go, like, oh, actually, we really like money. You know, I mean, their first first-party game 
of this generation got released like what a month ago yeah um so um and i think that actually this quote from this is based on uh, kind of their 2020 corporate report this quote says competition from online pc games and players from other industries is expected to continue to intensify the fundamental growth strategy will be to innovate and evolve the playstation platform to this end sei intends to make proactive investments to reinforce content ip and to work to raise both brand value foster community and user engagement while enhancing dtc services that get closer to users so essentially what they're saying is, is PC is taking money away from us and we don't like that. Listen to like the first two sentences of that and tell me that also couldn't be like from the DOD or something. About, I know, like, right? ISIS. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think once you start writing those documents, <laughs> anyway. we will crush them. I mean, the, the other thing to think about here is if you think about this in the timeline of 2020, right? Sony, one of their other big money makers is movies. Yep. <laughs> not they so much not anymore. More. Exactly, right? So they might just be struggling looking for new avenues. I think that revenue. that's it's a it's a point that I bring up all the time on this podcast is that people talk about Sony like they're this big gargantuan business. Right now, Sony's and this came out in this report, their PlayStation business generates more sales and operating income than any other business unit that Sony has. So that means Sony movies, that means all the Sony cameras they make and Sony Sony TVs that they make and all the Sony proprietary memory cards that they make and you know all that stuff. PlayStation gaming makes more money than all of those, which is not a great thing if you're PlayStation. <laughs> as, as far as I can tell, the only thing that Sony makes money off of is uh, PlayStation and Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird that there are a huge amount of gaming. I mean, like I've said this before, Microsoft could buy Sony in a heartbeat. It would it would be like their pocket change. Apple could buy Sony in a heartbeat. I mean, there are probably individuals that could easily purchase Sony, <laughs> and that's weird. You know, I mean, if you think about Bill Gates or uh, Elon Musk, or they all have Jeff far Bezos. enough money to. I don't know just if Musk is up that. there. He just became the third richest person in the United States, I believe. Yeah, but I, I, I think Sony's he's a, worth like sixty to eighty billion. Yeah, but I think he just passed. He's a, a centa billionaire now, oh, I believe. Yeah, whatever. Um, but anyway, like guillotines. Yeah, right. <laughs> Invest heavily in guillotines. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Um, the other part that they bring out is that Sony estimates they have about one hundred thirteen million active PlayStation Network users and about forty five million people that play for. PS Plus, so it's not bad when you take 45 and times it by 10 and then times that by 12. That's a lot of monthly recurring income. And that income is why things like Gold, and, or like uh, PS Plus and Games with Gold and Game Pass and PS Now are so important to these companies, is it's reoccurring monthly income that they can count on every single month. They have about 2.2 million PS Now subscriptions too. So again, take 2.2 times it by 10 times it by 12. That's a lot of a lot of money so interesting that I, I mean personally i would never buy a playstation again if they would bring their first person titles or their first party titles to the pc because i barely know why i own one now and i would love to play the last of us i would love to play you know a handful of games but you, not you really know enough you can to buy play the last of us right well yeah but i mean i'd rather <laughs> like I, as as you own two ps4s 
as unlikely as I am to play it on my PC, I'm less likely to play it on my PlayStation because every time I turn on my PlayStation, it's like, hey, hey, we need you to do a 17 gig update. I'm like, cool, that'll be fast. They're like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, that's done. They're like, oh, by the way, your PlayStation controller's dead. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> So at least my PC usually turns on and I can just connect an Xbox controller to it. And that's the other part. I can play The Last of Us on an Xbox controller. So it is all good. All right, next up. Um, I play a little bit of Battle Royale, not a lot. Hans plays sort of Battle Royale games. Um, we've all played Sea of Thieves. Would you guys be interested in playing a Battle Royale game that is pirate-themed? Because I think that might be the sweet spot for me. Colby says no. Nice. It's called... Blazing Sales. It's coming to Steam Early Access uh, in about a week, September 9th. It looks a ton like Sea of Thieves. It's got that kind of cartoony, blocky look, and it's it looks fun. Um, it features ship battles. It features, you know, two guys slapping at each other with, you know, cutlasses. It's got some guns. Uh, yeah, it's exactly like that. Um, but it's also Battle Royale. So I, I don't know exactly. I'm curious to see how you mix ship battling and land battling in a battle royale um but apparently you're going to get to create both a pirate and a ship you'll get to team up with other folk um you battle on sea and on land there's all the kind of things you'd think there'd be in a battle royale game resources weapons and upgrades and all that other kind of stuff i don't know it sounds interesting to me um i don't know if it's free to play and that will actually probably be <laughs> the i mean I'll be honest, anyone who releases a Battle Royale game right now that isn't either ridiculously cheap or free-to-play is probably not going to win. But this one looks good. It looks like a lot of fun. Well, you know, you got to have that uh, that difference, right? Yeah. This sounds different. This isn't uh, Call of Duty. This isn't PUBG. Yeah. This isn't, you know, there's actually a Battle Royale out there that we've been meaning to play that pits you into, like, revolutionary times where you know you fire one shot oh, and you geez. have to load muzzle load your weapon and, holy yeah. cow i can yeah. never remember the name of it but there's a, a battle royale game that i've played with carter a few times that's like super cartoony um you play as like these cartoon animals it's all 2d um that's a ton of fun that i've really enjoyed but i can never remember the name of it so i can never recommend it to anyone cartoon battle royale holy crap normally i would not interrupt our podcast for something that happened on twitch but i just got my first twitch subscription this is the first time it's ever happened thank you icon arising for subscribing I, I might have to cut this out of the podcast but maybe not maybe i'll just let it go who knows um that's my very first twitch subscription i feel very very special Yay! right it's gonna be great all right uh next up fall guys so have you guys played fall guys yet you have not You've watched Dylan and Vinny play it. Vinny and Dylan the other day, I think, got back-to-back -back number ones, which is insane. Like, I've played eight or nine hours of that game, and I have never won. I've taken second, but I've never won. It's it's a hard game to do. So to do it back-to-back -back is, is pretty cool. Yeah, um, Vinny's like 40 wins now. He's, I can't believe yeah. he's got 40 wins. I, it is a game that the more you play, the better you're going to get, like 100%. Um, anyway, two weeks ago, we talked about it, I think last week or i don't know maybe i talked about it on Vinny's podcast i don't remember we talked about how the like the bidet people were were looking to sponsor fall guys and they had uh some kind of funny shirts designed maybe i don't maybe it wasn't here anyway um so what they did is they they put out a challenge and said like hey whoever will give us the most money whatever brand will give us the most money we will put your game your your shirt your outfit whatever in fall guys 
Um, and we're going to donate all the money to a charity called, um, what was it? Uh, Special Effect. It's a charity that is dedicated to improving the lives of gamers with disabilities. So cool charity. I believe it's UK based, um, but so is Fall Guys. So it makes sense. And like, you know, it started out real low, like the first person, you know, put in like 250 bucks and then it just grew and grew and grew and grew. And it was at like a half million dollars with like time counting down and four folks came up and stepped in. So it's Ninja, the the streamer and another streamer called Mr. Beast, who I am unfamiliar with because I barely am familiar with Ninja. Um, and then G2 Esports and AIM Labs, they all combined money and they donated a million dollars to uh, Fall Guys. So they're going to actually create four different Fall Guy costumes based on those four people. So I guess you'll be able to get a, uh, a Ninja shirt and a, or an outfit and a AIM Labs and a G2 Esports stuff. And they donated a million dollars to this charity, which is pretty cool for a company to just set that up and do it. You know, like everyone... When, when that game launched, because it had, I mean, that game sold, f- I mean, between what it sold on Steam and what they gave away on PS Plus, that game's got 15 million copies of that game in the wild now. Everybody wanted to put their brand on that thing. And for them to say, I mean, they probably, they easily could have just said like, hey, cool, let's open it up. We'll add a new brand every month or every other month or, you know, we make it paid DLC, you know, we'll get Batman in there. Um, and instead for them to actually just come out and donate a bunch of money is it's pretty cool actually so good for them it's a small team too like i was reading the other day that's only it's like 230 people work for that company so that's a that's a pretty big deal for them uh do you want to do you want a ninja costume for your fall guy call hell yeah you're gonna pay for that aren't you oh 100 <laughs> another thing you can pay for is a dog in sea of thieves so sea of thieves has parrots which are adorable my kid has a parrot his name is jose he uh captain jose i believe he has a banana outfit that uh is very cute he looks uh, he looks like jose from the tiki room he's like a, a red parrot he's very cute um you can get cats um i've, I've hung out with Vinny's cats a couple times Vinny has a, a kind of a i think he has like a skeleton cat like an evil cat all cats are passingly evil um we love them but passingly evil and then uh coming very 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 soon you're going to be able to get dogs and the dogs are super 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 cute um it looks like the pricing is going to be about the same you'll be able to pet them Um, apparently though um they they will uh pee on your deck um which is not great so you have to watch out for that (laughs) finally colby tell me about uh tell me about 12 seconds um, I don't remember anything other than like it had a pretty awesome uh, trailer, and Annapurna had just released Outer Worlds. Yeah, Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds, the good one. And uh, I'm like, oh, so is Annapurna's thing just like weird time, you know, mechanics? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 12 Seconds is a game, it's all set, it looks like it all takes place in a single apartment, yeah. and it takes, it's like an overhead view of that apartment, and the trailer cuts in, and, and the it's a lady and a man talking, that married couple, and she says something, and he's like, I need to interrupt you, because in 30 seconds, there's going to be a cop knocking on our door, and I need to know what you've done, and she's like, I didn't do anything, he's like, I know, I need to know what happened, because, you know, whatever, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, it's gonna be fine, and then a cop knocks on the door, and comes in, and arrests her, and they, they start showing the game, and essentially, it time loops, I don't remember what the time loop is, it's not 12 seconds, but it's, (laughs) that'd be a bad bad time loop, um, 
but you know it just shows it over and over and over again and so it's it's one of those kind of games but it looks good and the story yeah. looks really really good um it's coming out like quote unquote soon but i think that that essentially means this fall um and they announced i think yesterday that it's got some kind of star power behind it for what appears to be a kind of small indie game um although annapurna is um don't Oh, are they something with A24? Well, so Annapurna, like, they've done a bunch of stuff. I believe they are, but they also do movies. So, like, they're a bigger studio than you probably think they are. Um, and they've had so many hit games lately that I think they're doing pretty well. But they announced um, at Gamescom, or what would have been game the Gamescom live stream instead of everyone going to Cologne, um, that James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy, tell me what she's been in, or he's been in, call. Uh, tell me what James McAvoy, famous woman, has been in. <laughs> are you kidding? He's uh, Professor X. In the, yeah, it's, he's the young Professor X. He's the young Professor X in... X-Men. X-Men. Uh, he's also in the, he's the uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's. Uh, Glass. He's, oh. Yeah, he's in Glass. And he's the one that rrr, gets all mad and breaks stuff. I have not seen the, the, the new Glass, I assume. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was. He was also in that other movie yeah, by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I can't remember because Glass he, is a, a like a, thing between. A sequel yeah. to Un- Unbreakable. Yeah. No, it's the he like he had twelve di- twelve different uh, multiple personalities or oh, something. You know, I kind of remember movie. that happening, but I don't remember the actor. Um, I have not seen a split. Split, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah and uh, it is twelve minutes. You're right; it's not twelve seconds. So it probably is a twelve minute, uh, probably a twelve minute game loop. He was in um, filth. That was good. Too. Anyway, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, who you probably know from Star Wars, I assume. And uh, Willem Dafoe, who you probably just know because he's Willem Dafoe and he's been in a billion things. From Antichrist, I'm assuming. It was everyone knows Platoon. I think I know Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was in that awesome, uh, what was the the one set in Boston that I laughed at appropriately? I I, I am going to um, maybe push back on awesome. (laughs) It was a good movie. Have you watched it recently? No. Does it not hold up? What's the name of that movie? Boondock Saints. Now, oh, Boondock Saints is, was, oh, he was in Boondock Saints too. I was actually thinking, um, yeah, no, Boondock Saints does not shock me at all that it did not hold up, but I remember it fondly. Wasn't Willem Dafoe in, uh, what was that movie with, uh, oh, shoot, the guy from Titanic? Um, You're thinking of Gangs of New York, and no, he was not in that. Oh, I was thinking of Gangs of New York, but he's not in that, so whatever. <laughs> anyway, he's in lots of movies. Big actors awesome. doing big things in a relatively small indie game, which I think is kind of interesting. Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen that. Have you seen that? No, it's on Prime. Yeah, I keep meaning to. It looks good. Or interesting. I Like, I've heard it's okay, but it looks interesting. Is that is that fair? Yeah. So, all right. Uh it is again down to you, Hans, to to bring us into this next section. Oh, I'm not. hey, yo, Vinny! <laughs> I absolutely adore making other people do that because it never, never, never goes well. <laughs> uh, Vinny uh, yeah. asks this week. He says, "Hey, yo, oh, uh, Icon Rising says, 
Hey, yo, Vinny. Hey, yo, Excuse Vinny. It, we, we, we'll get wrong. there. It's fine. Uh, so Vinny asks this week, with uh, what are your thoughts on battle passes in games? Do they add to the experience for you? Do they take away because you feel maybe you're obtaining less items from the base game? Overall thoughts, good, bad? I have absolutely no opinion on battle passes. What's a battle pass? So it's like... Um, Is it like a season Fortnite. pass? Well, no. Yeah, I, I have it, played Fortnite twice. It's so okay, so you have two levels, right? So if you don't have the battle passes, you level up, you get cosmetics and other stuff. If you pay for the battle pass, you get those free things plus other cosmetics I, as well. Yeah, the um Rocket the League drivey game Rocket League yeah. had one. Yeah, yeah, where you pay like ten bucks and then every level you gain you'd get some yeah. cosmetic thing instead of just like random cosmetic drops. Yeah. Like I to me they sit very nicely in that I will I've bought one. I bought one the season of Rocket League and it was fine and i probably played like i think there was like 75 levels and uh i probably got five of them and if if what they do is fun game development to keep people employed and busy at game development companies while they work on their next game like fine like it doesn't hurt like it's all cosmetic for the most part so it doesn't hurt the game it uh, it doesn't make me better than anyone else. It maybe just makes my character a little less sparkly than everyone else. So if you're into them, absolutely cool. And if you're not, who cares? So it's all it's all good, and it keeps folks employed. So I'm fine. Do you guys have any differing opinion about battle passes? I Colby didn't know what one was. Since so. I had to ask what it was, I don't think my opinion really matters. Yeah, like I agree with you. Yeah, my kids bought a couple. I think my kid bought a season of Fortnite. Um, like Fall Guys has one right now. It's free. So I would assume the next, I, I think season one's free. I would guess they're going to be charging for season two, but like essentially it just keeps, it helps folks make money. So it's fine. Yeah. As long as it doesn't hurt the game, yeah, right? right? There are some games where the battle passes like, you know, free uh, phone games, especially. Right? Oh yeah. Are, yeah. No, but, to me, yeah. as long as it's cosmetic and as long as, you know, there's no weird things tied to it, like paying 10 bucks a, a season is probably fine especially for a game like fall guys or a game like rocket league where the actual cost of the game is really low i mean fall guys was free if you're on the playstation it's only 20 bucks if you buy it rocket league was the same way it was free on the playstation it's only 20 bucks if you buy it so and they've i mean rocket league's been being supported now for five or six years so like apparently it works it's fine um and i frankly i like battle passes more than i like like having to buy keys for things like buying keys for stuff is dumb yeah, PUBG turned me off with that, right? You get all these crates, but you couldn't open them yeah. unless you bought the keys, and that was yeah. Just I got gross. a lot of crates in in uh, Rocket League, and I don't think I ever bought a key. And like, I mean, the cosmetics are cool. Like, you'd go in with cars, and you go like, "Oh my gosh, that car is so cool!" And it's animated, and it's got like a cool sparkly trail, and you know, weird honks and whatever. But never enough for me to like want to pay five bucks to maybe get something in a box. So a battle pass, at least you know what you're getting too. So it's fine. All right. Uh, Charisma Icon wants to know, with the masterpieces that are Hamilton and The Greatest Showman now on Disney+, Plus, what video game do you think would make a great musical? Um, I will first of all say that if you've not seen Hamilton and The Greatest Showman, they are both on Disney+, Plus and they are both phenomenal. So greatly. Big, big recommend there on both of those. It's that there's there's one answer here. Portal. Oh. I when you said there was one answer, that was not a video game that came to my head, but I would watch Portal the Musical. Like it's already got that one really, really, really good song. 
Yes. Yeah. That's a good call. That's a really good and call. And she could be the overall singing narrator, right? I mean, she already, GLaDOS already has that kind of musical voice. So, I, yeah. yeah, no, I could, I could 100% get behind that. That's actually a, a very, I would not have expected that pull, and I, I like it. Um, I think you could make a really interesting, like maybe not a musical, but like you could make an interesting opera out of um, Abzu. If you've, I don't know if anyone, the rest of you have played that, but Abzu is a very good game um, that is, there's no dialogue, um, but really good music. Um, I think you could probably you could probably flip that around and actually make a little bit of a story. Who does the music? Cliff. Yes, it is actually what got me into Austin Winery. That uh, one of the songs from that soundtrack is what helped me to get into his music. Um, I think there's actually probably, I mean, I I am of the opinion that almost everything can be a good musical. Like my favorite um, episodes of almost any TV show is the like. I think of any TV show of any sort of, like, I mean, I was going to say you can't have serious ones, but I think ER actually had a singing, dancing <laughs> episode. So, you know, they can happen in a dream sequence. But I think some of my favorite episodes of TV are actually the all singing, all dancing one. The best episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is 100% and once more with feeling. So yeah, I was going to say uh, that and Scrubs also. Yep, yep. Everything comes back to poop. Yeah. So great song. Um, there's got to be some other ones. What do you think, Cole? Do you have any? So, so I have two. The first one is Gears of War. (laughs) Because I want to see giant burly men singing, like, not well. (laughs) Like, I want that. Like, you don't see Marcus Phoenix and go, like, oh, he probably has a good singing voice. No. Yeah, he could be playing. Wait, if you played by The Rock, he might have a good singing voice. No, no, no. I don't want them to, though. I gotcha. I want them to sing like they look like they would sing. (laughs) Um, Do you kind of wonder and, if The Rock actually has a good singing voice? Like, you heard him sing in Moana, but, like, is that real or is that the magic of Disney? Like, do you think that dude oh, can I'm actually sure sing? I'm sure it's a little bit of both. Because, I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's that's one thing about The Greatest Showman. Like, no one expects Wolverine to, like, bust out with a killer singing voice, but that dude's got pipes. Like, really? No one does? Well, Yeah, I mean, I if you've say, watched all this stage well, stuff before. Okay, let me rephrase. I think there are a lot of people that are aware that he has this other side of him, but I think the, uh, there are probably a lot of people who have absolutely no idea. Absolutely no idea. Um, on the set of... Uh... Swordfish, apparently him and uh, oh, John, John Travolta, Travolta would sing um, scenes from Oklahoma. That's weird. That's super yeah. weird. Um, I think our friend yeah. Tim actually has seen him perform Oklahoma. I think he told me that the other day. <laughs> so my other one that I would like is a Legend of Zelda musical oh, yeah. entitled Well, Excuse Me, Princess. And it's just that guy doing the singing as well. It's it's awful. <laughs> That's so bad, Colby. <laughs> That's so very bad. Um, I bet you the Final Fantasy games would make a super strange... Okay, can you imagine those being made into a musical? Like their sensibilities mixed with music. You're like, can you imagine what's going on? Could you imagine like, oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. You know, I like. I will say, I, I did say a couple minutes ago that I think almost anything could be a musical, and I want to take that back because I have seen live one thing that never should have been a musical. Um, I was, I was working a ton, and like kind of lost it on one of my coworkers one day. Um, this was decades ago, 20 years ago. 
because this coworker kept screwing stuff up. He wasn't on my team, and I came upstairs and just like, oh my god, get it together and get this right. And uh, my manager at the time like came into my office, like Cliff, how you doing? You've been working a lot. We were in the middle of like I I ended up working like 420 hours in four weeks. So like that's the kind of you know we were working well over 100 hours a week. Um, that's the kind of stress we were all under. And he's like, Cliff, take the night off, man. I've got these tickets to this musical. You can go downtown, see a nice show, take your wife. It'll be nice. And take a, take a night off. And I'm like, that was very nice of you, Tom. But he gave me tickets to, um, of mice and men, the operetta. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny was never made to be sung. It was not, it was not, it was not good. It might've actually been, the worst stage performance I've ever seen. So, um, on the flip side of that, uh, uh, shoot, the lightning thief guy. Um, I bet you your kid reads them too, Hans. Rick Riordan. Yeah. Who, what, what's the name of his, uh, Percy Jackson? The Percy Jackson musical is stunning. If you ever get a chance to see that live, it's yeah. absolutely incredible. Anyway, um, I guess we will. Get Tell away. us more about Of Mice and Men, the musical. Oh, it's so bad. Like, not only were they not, like, not particularly talented, and this was, a, like, uh, this doesn't mean anything to, to me and Colby. It was at Capitol Theater, so, like, this was a production. Uh-huh, yeah. They were not good singers. Um, that is an incredibly, like, slow, depressing <laughs> book that centers around. Now, wait. Hold on. Ben Stiller did that in some movie. Really? I remember him. Yeah, there was. Some, did, I gotta look this up. Did he do Tropic there Thunder? Some, with... No, there was some. There was some movie, and he cut away to like that was his thing that he did in the past. He was very. I don't have it's to look bad. This up it was not bad. Do not. Do not see that. No, no. I, yeah. I just want to figure out what movie that it's was. Good. All right. Next question from the Dons. He wants to know if you could pick one member of the Discord to drop into any survival type game. Which person would it be, and what game? Also, if they are a patron, then you get to gift them one item and assist in their survival as a thank you. So, the first thing we need to do is thank all of our patrons because we didn't do that earlier. I'm going to thank everyone today. So, one of these people gets to jump into a game. Uh, Polly Nerdick, thank you. John Tippins, Megan Phillips, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte. Hans Adelman. Thank you, Hans. Appreciate it. And Tim Brannon. So, um, <laughs> I think... Are we all just going to choose Tim? We're all going to choose Tim. <laughs> so, none of you uh, outside of the three of us know Tim unless you come to our Discord, in which case, I highly suggest you come to our Discord. Uh, Tim is happy funball in there, and he is uh, a delightfully abusive character. Hans and I have known him for 15, 16 years. He has stayed at Hans's house, so Hans can verify that he's, in fact, not a psychopath. Although you may not think that. <laughs> you may not think that if uh, you catch him in the Discord. Nice guy, though. Um, where would we like to drop Tim? We should drop him into a survival-type game. He likes zombies. He does like zombies. So, Tim in Left for Dead. <laughs> Tim dies. So... It doesn't matter what we gift him. We could give Tim a health pack. We could gift Tim some sort of shotgun with uh, a unlimited ammo. Tim would absolutely be dead before the first stairwell. <laughs> he's got a bad back. He's If he's not 50, he's on the downhill slide to it. Tim's dead. It's very sad. But, hey, I thank him for giving us money via Patreon every single month, even though he's never listened to a single episode of this podcast. 
That's it. Not even the ones with me. That's I know, right? He's, like I said. Or the 8-Bit Bites when we were doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I tried to and convince him to, to uh, actually come on the podcast um, a couple weeks ago. Like, the dude was a video game developer for, like, yes. 10 years. He made some very good games. And Barbie Dreamhouse. And Barbie Dreamhouse. That's interesting. I know two... I, I know three... Uh, professional game developers personally. Um, and two of them have worked on Barbie titles. I don't know what that says. It's <laughs> where the money is. The other one mostly works on wacky, um, like, nat- National Geographic games. So, yeah, whatever. He, but he did work on the Snoopy dogfighting games. So, I guess it all comes together. Sorry, Tim. It's a, it's a bummer. But again, thank you for your money every month. We appreciate it. Keeps things like Squadcast free. Uh, finally, Tim, or not Tim, Hans, ask us your question. You're here. Uh, so I've been watching, I watched Vinny play the Marvel Avengers game and my kids been bugging me nonstop for that game. So I'm curious, are you guys buying that as well? Are we going to do it like destiny style? Bite me podcast. Um, no, (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen Vinny stream it. Um, I've heard. Initially, very, very mixed things about that game, although I've heard since it launched that it's actually pretty good. Um, and I've actually heard a lot of people say that the the, the lead that kind of got buried on that is that the main character in that game is a really kick-ass, um, like, uh, Muslim woman of color, um, Kamala something, I don't remember. Kamala Khan, yeah. Miss Marvel. And she's incredible in that game. And, like, really does a lot of cool things with, like, representation of uh, just stuff that you don't get to see. Like, you don't get a lot of women leads in video games at all. Um, How does the internet feel about that? uh, You know, interestingly enough, um, I have – I've not been on Twitter a lot this week because I've been kind of busy. But I have not seen a huge pushback on it. So I think they're probably all busy um, cheerleading for Ubisoft, if I have had to guess. Um, they, they All the all the horrible people on the internet are talking about how cool it is to be able to kill Antifa on their <laughs> iOS device. So maybe they let Avengers slide through. Um, but I've actually heard, seen multiple people post um, positively about her in the game and what an impact she makes. Um, from a representation standpoint and a uh, just they like to see those kind of things in game. So that actually like pushes me a little more in that direction. Um, but I think it's a game that I'm absolutely going to wait until it's like 25 bucks. Um, not because it's not good, but like I have so many games right now that paying $60 for a AAA game is just I, I, I've never figured out. I haven't figured out a reason to do it lately. So I'm kind of on a roll. Um, I don't know. Is that something you want to pick up, Cole? Kind of, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and I don't know what that says about a game where I'm like, uh, yeah. But maybe, yeah. It's maybe. it's a game that I eventually would like to pick up, and if I do pick it up, I would like to play it co-op because I hear the co-op's really good. But maybe, maybe we just wait for it to go on sale, call like, yeah, February, March of next year, and then we play through it. And that's kind of what it's looking like. Like, yeah. I don't know if I. Would, if, if it comes out and everyone's raving about it, maybe, but... And I think that's the thing is that I, I hear that it's kind of one of those solid, like, 75, Sevens, maybe yeah. an 80, maybe. Um, so it's hard for me to drop 60 bucks on that. Um, especially, like, I mean, we're going to talk about Game Pass games in a second, and there's 10 of them this month. <laughs> and I don't want to play all of them, but, you know. I'm, I'm playing some sort of weird game that involves being an internet narc. I don't know. <laughs> 
It's all good. It's all good. All right. So we're going to go into cheap free games. That's where we are at now. Uh, this week for free on the Epic Game Store is Into the Breach, which um, I don't know if people, most people have a second favorite composer, um, but <laughs> Ben Prunty, the composer of Into the Breach, is my second favorite composer. So the music's super oh. good in that game. Mine's Mozart. You may have heard of him. Oh, shoot. Okay, so Angel Girl says she has a question, and I missed it. Type into the chat, because I missed it, and I will we'll come back to it. What, your favorite is Mozart, oh, I Call. <laughs> yes. I don't think he... Well, I was going to say he didn't do much video games, but... Uh, oh, you didn't say video game composer, That's Cliff. true. You that is true. composer. That is true. Ben Prunty is my second <laughs> favorite video game composer. I will say that back in the day, when no one could get rights for things, Commodore 64 and other early games had lots of Mozart and lots of I other... I was going to say, so Frantic Freddy had uh, Beethoven's fifth? I have a question that I was thinking about. Sure. Um, you know, while we're waiting for the other question. Yeah. How did rock and roll racing happen? So Were those licensed? They had to have been. I mean, that was big enough that I would yeah, think Yeah, that... probably. My guess is... Oh, shoot. You know, she actually did have a question. I did not put it in here. Um, so I would guess they probably were licensed. And it was probably just a completely different time where they didn't know how to license them. And they probably just kind of snuck it in. I think a lot of people get... When, when things are new and when licensed things are new, I think that either... It's just a blanket no. Like putting music in podcasts right now, almost impossible because there's no, it's impossible to license like the mechanical rights and the composing rights for music in podcasts because it's just such a weird genre. Um, but I think like especially back in the day before the record companies became quite as into stuff as they were and, and like understood how some of that worked. I wonder if it was just like, Hey, let's be super sneaky and get it in there real fast. Or maybe they paid a ton of money right. for it. Or I maybe they just point didn't. Out, that is a blizzard game. It, it is. is. I, I would about say that. that a lot of the songs probably didn't cost very much. I mean, like the only one on here that was probably expensive was, you know, Paranoid. Paranoid, but like Highway Star was a big. I mean, that's Deep yeah, Purple. Yeah, I mean, it's Born to be Wild. Yeah. I wonder if yeah, it's a matter like, of like all the songs were a little bit old by that point. Bad to the bone, and so they were just looking for like any money from those was like yeah. you know, hey, we're getting some money from classic rock radio, but maybe ah. It Wikipedia says in 2014 a demo version was released. Um, with MIDI versions of everything because the licenses had expired. Interesting. So they must have actually gotten licenses. Interesting. All right. So uh, final question. We're gonna we're hopping back into questions. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You do it so hey, much yo. better. <laughs> anyway, uh, Megan wants to know, uh, we have now officially reached level nine of Jumanji 2020. <laughs> what is in store for us in this chapter? So we've had, I mean, obviously COVID. We've had... Um, was it was murder it hornets. murder hornets? Didn't we have ninja deer uh, and bears? Yeah, no, it was yeah bears with uh, with Nunchuck. uh, nunchucks. So yeah, so what what do you think? What is what horribleness lies in store for us in September? Kaiju. Oh, <laughs> it's really like about all that's left. You know, I think I I think we can the act- the Gundams being built in Japan right now. It's so, huge too. I mean, yes. So thank God for that. I uh, would say that um, I, I think that that twenty or that September might actually just be very um, a, a normal problem. Whereas you know murder hornets are kind of like way up here. Like twenty 
ninth or I'm sorry, uh, September might just be, hey, everyone's going back to school and no one seems to understand that we're in the middle of a pandemic anymore. Um, so it might just be a massive, massive spike in people dying. Do Do you remember when uh, Iowa had a had a hurricane? Yeah, 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 I do remember that the der- the Derecho. Yeah. But I mean, we're having hurricanes smack right now. So I mean, September might be. Remember hurricane. when Florida had I'm two at the out. same time? <laughs> Iowa, yes, not not really a, a hurricane prone um, area. Where did it come well, from? We're not allowed to talk about climate change because we don't believe in climate change. Where did where did a hurricane come from to hit Iowa? Like off the Cliff. Great Lakes? <laughs> no, 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 it's. It's landlocked. I mean, it came all the way. Ac- I do. I do not remember hearing about that. Yeah, That's crazy. It's kind, kind of interesting that you didn't hear a lot about it, did you? No. Jeez. Yeah. There were 120 mile winds. I mean, the pictures oh, that came out of Iowa were incredible. Now they're saying that it was uh, sustained 140 to 160 mile per hour winds. Huh. So Iowa gets tornadoes and hurricanes now. It went from uh, the winds were from like uh, Nebraska all the way through to to uh, Iowa. Huh. Cool. Anyway, I would guess September will just be a a different kind of. I keep wanting to like try and think of like because because Megan asks us every month and every once in a while we've been able to come up with funny answers, but sometimes there's just not a funny answer. I read something about radioactive bugs yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think so all right quick back into cheap free games let's get into the good news into the breach it's great it's a uh, turn-based strategy game where you are in giant mechs i have played it for probably it's all island based so like every island is divided up into like four or five sections i have played the first island for probably two or three hours and i am unable to beat it because i am bad at strategy games but it's a lot of fun highly recommended for free yeah I would say that it is made by the guys who made FTL, so it's made to be super duper hard, right? FTL was insane, Into the Breach is insane, even on easy mode. Yeah, there needs to be like an easier mode in Into the Breach, because I... Or I need like two levels of undo, because I constantly go, oh no. (laughs) There's a lot of, oh oh, no. It's a great game to play, though. like, you can just keep it open. Like, it just runs in a window. Um, and you can, like, play it in, like, 10 or 15-minute chunks. You know, do two hours of work and take a 15-minute into the breach break. It's not bad. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold, they released late last month because... Or this month. Xbox. Xbox. Like, you had, had some sort of bad, like, Italian... <laughs> Xbox. The Mario. Uh, Xbox released uh, late this month. Um, or late in August, I suppose. So we did not manage to get in on the last podcast, so we will do it. This one, uh, Xbox is this is a pretty good month actually. Um, games that I already own, but uh, it's got the Division, the first one. Um, the Division is a very good game. Like, how would a, you like to shoot looters? Yeah, I mean, the politics of the Division <laughs> are like someday I would love to get into the politics of both of those games because they are not good. But again, Ubisoft. Um, Again, Ubisoft will tell you there are no politics in the division. They are lying. Um, But if you can get past the problems with the division, it is very good. Um, It's very good. It's gorgeous. Like the first division is very, it's a beautiful game. I did. I the it's good. The bad guys were way too bullet spongy. Yeah, though. absolutely. The the division two is a significantly is better, better yep. game. I agree. Yeah. Um, the book of unwritten tales two is also free. That's September first, sixteenth through the fifteenth. I think I played the first one of these. Yeah, and I remember it being pretty good. Um, 
on the Xbox 360 side, you get De Blob 2, um, the 1st through the 15th of this month. And then uh, the 16th through the 30th, you get Armed and Dangerous, which is actually an OG Xbox game, as I recall. So, I think I own that. Yeah, um, yeah I think Xbox. I might have played it back in the day. Uh, game Pass for this month, there's a ton of stuff. We've talked about some of this, but not all of it, because I don't know, for some reason, like they like to hold stuff back, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It's all good. Colby's pasting GIFs into our show notes. <laughs> I, I meant to hit copy and I hit paste instead. <laughs> He's Anyway, uh, as of, I think this actually came out yesterday or day before, so you can grab this now. Crusader Kings 3. I've never played any of these. Um, but it, People on my timeline on Twitter were like super pumped about this. They're like, CK3 is coming out today. I'm like, I don't even know what CK3 means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis CK? Is he, Is this is the third iteration? <laughs> He's, I, all uh, I can think of is like Calvin Klein 3? What? <laughs> um, I've never played any of these. I People are super excited about it. It's coming out on the PC. Um, this grand strategy game puts you at the head of a noble house in a deeply researched medieval world. Use your armies, your diplomacy, and your wit to expand and elevate your dynasty. So maybe that's good. I don't know. Um Coming out the day you hear this podcast, the Jackbox Party Pack 4 on the console, which is a super good game. Like, I love all the Jackbox games. We're, we might try and figure out a way to play those during our uh, 200th episode party, um, but it's limited to four players, so we might have to, I don't know, we'll see what we can do. Uh, we talked about this last month. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is coming out on console and PC September 3rd. That game is very good if you like scary, scary games. I don't. Uh, Tell Me Why, Chapter 2, coming out on PC September 3rd as well. That's the uh, new episodic game for the folks who made uh, Life is Strange. I've heard it is very good. Um... Let's see. How would you say this? Tuhu Luna Nights, maybe? Yeah, why not? September 3rd, coming out on console and PC. Tuhu Project meets Metroidvania in this phenomenal title. The protagonist, Sequoia Izoya, explores a... Gen so you kind of trailed off there, Clint. Yeah, yeah just like, uh, I don't know. Just, uh, it's a Metroidvania. It's a Metroidvania. She must unseal her skills and fight against other two Hoi Project characters to discover the truth about this world she finds herself in. That actually, sounds kind of fun. Actually, I, I kind of like that. Uh, World War Z coming out on the PC Woo! September 3rd. That game is very good. My kid's actually playing through that on uh, console right now, and I'd kind of forgotten how good that game it's was. awesome. Yeah. I love that game. It's a lot of fun. It, it is... Uh, there are so many zombies. Like, you have oh, never... Yeah. Like, you play Left 4 Dead, and you're like, oh, there's a lot of zombies in Left 4 Dead. World War Z has 40 times more zombies, yeah. maybe. It's awesome. I mean, there it is... They flow, like... A liquid. It's crazy. Uh, next up, September 8th, Star Renegade is coming to PC. It's a strategy RPG about outsmarting AI-driven adversaries, forging friendships, and toppling galactic empires spanning over multiple generations. Uh, does anyone know how to say this game? Because I always just pronounce it like it's spelled, and I doubt that's right. Disgaea? Disgaea, Dis- maybe? Dis- Disgaea? Disgaea 4 Disgaea. Complete Plus is coming to PC September 10th. It is... Uh, uh, HL raising action? I don't know what that means. And a horde of special features await you in this tale of fiery revolution with over 30 unlockable characters, extra story campaigns, and modern flourishes to the formula. It offers a deep and smooth SRG, SRPG experience. So I don't I don't know what that is, but sure. There's four of them. Like, do, do bad games get to the fourth one? Sometimes. Probably sometimes. Uh, Hot Shot Racing is coming to the console September 10th. This actually sounds kind of fun. It sounds it's a like a, a I think a motorcycle racing game, but uh, it sounds kind of like maybe it's got a little bit of um, oh shoot trials in it. Maybe I don't know. Could be interesting. Uh, Tell me why Chapter Three. That's again that episodic game uh, coming out to console and PC September 
10th, the third chapter of that. And then uh, it doesn't actually have a date this month, which I think is really weird. But in September, you're going to be able to get Destiny 2, uh, Shadow Keep, and Forsaken all coming to the Xbox. So a lot of free Destiny. Like, if you don't have Destiny yet, I don't know how. But uh, this is be one more opportunity for you to grab that. Coming to Twitch Prime, uh, Autonauts, Pumped BMX Pro. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Pumped BMX Pro was the one I was thinking sounded kind of like Trials. Master 60 levels and over 200 challenges while pulling off Radical Stunts. Um, Effie, Radical. uh Tiny Troopers Join Ops and Outcast the Second Contact. Join Ops. Tiny Troopers Join Ops. Is that good? Awesome. Is it really? I love that game. I beat it on uh, Vita. <laughs> That's funny. Finally, coming to PlayStation Now, the uh, PlayStation subscription service, you can also get Resident Evil 7. So if you were feeling left out by the Xbox, you can pop 10 bucks a month into PlayStation Now and get Resident Evil 7 there. Um, Final Fantasy 15, which. Um, I did not care for like the last two hours of, but the first 40 were pretty good. Like it wasn't. I disagree. Yeah, I'm, it was weird. It was super weird, but I, I enjoyed my time with it. It wasn't the worst game I've ever played. It wasn't the best, but it was fun enough. Um, it it was weird mostly. And there was a oh, maybe that should be the poll quote on the box. It's not the Final best Final game I've ever played. It's not the worst. It was. Well, so just kind of weird. Final Fantasy 15 is one of those games that, like, it's like a 70, but, like, if there was, if I could fix five things about it, it would be an 80. <laughs> so, I don't know. Take that how you will. Uh, WWE 2K19. Is that the super broken one? I, I was going to say, is that the, <laughs> like, awesomely bad one? Because I might pick that up. Right? I get PS Plus just so I can, like, body slam wrestlers through the canvas. Uh, and then Observation, which, uh, didn't you play that recently, Cole? Is that the one set in space? Yeah, I think so. I haven't. I've downloaded it. Yeah, I've also downloaded it. it. I have not played it. <laughs> so it looks interesting, um, but I've not tried it yet. Um, all right, so we're we're straight through to Troll Corner here. Um, this is the part in the the podcast where I would highly recommend. Um, like, there's there's one or two ways you're going to take this, and it probably depends um, a lot on your political leanings. Um, so if that's something you don't want to hear about, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. We're on social media, blah, 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 blah. Bite me. And then your podcast can just end. But if you want to hear us rant about how stupid Ubisoft is, like, you can just keep listening. You'll be fine. I would recommend you pause the podcast, though. And, uh... <laughs> Who at Ubisoft went, like, looked at everything in the last, like, I don't know, couple months and just went, like... No, no, I think we should release this now. So it seems I don't, like a perfect idea. I, it's called Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. Um, I would I would recommend actually you go pausing the podcast right now and then go watch the trailer for it because that's probably... So this is a game where you, as the government, I guess, oh, sort of, are going to form an elite squad of... A ragtag group of like SEAL Team Six plus like gang members. Yeah, <laughs> like why not? <laughs> because you know you oh, need three percent. Yeah, yeah like it, like literally though, like you you might need to look to the other side of the law in order to get the people that are going to help take down. And, and the bad guys in this game are they saw Sicario and thought that James Brolin was the good guy. It's the the bad guys in this game are. Essentially, and I'm going to say essentially because if you watch that video, like there is a scene in that where they show a bunch of 
uh, TVs that literally have the Black Lives Matter fist on it. Um, they apologized and pulled that, but that doesn't mean that they didn't get to the point where they're like, no, I don't know if this iconography means anything besides exactly what it means. But essentially what they're saying is the bad guys in this game are Black Lives Matters protesters and Antifa that are being like... George Soros? Tr- yeah, tricked into protesting by like the deep state. <laughs> The Illuminati, you know. And, like, it, it, the pushback on it has been really interesting because overwhelmingly what people have said is either either what we just said, like, oh, my God, Ubisoft, have you turned on a TV in the last six months? Do you have any idea? Like, have you been paying attention? Did you guys all – did you get so embroiled in that sexual harassment scandal that ripped through your company that you haven't been paying attention to literally anything else? And that's either that or – the other side going like, you know, like it's so so much when your you know politics are you know cool in games until it's your politics they're questioning, and I'm like, no, it's my politics you've always been questioning. <laughs> it's I've never I've never played a video game where they're except Disco Elysium, um, where they're like you know, my politics are the good part in the game. My politics are the always part of the politics that are getting put down by SEAL Team 6. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Division, like we talked about it earlier, the Division is literally a, you play a bunch of, like, government sleeper cell agents who get called up to go put down an insurrection after a pandemic. Like, literally, we are living through the Division right now with, like, these people that, you know, you know, black vanning people out except they didn't have black vans they just had guns and they just killed them um i just playing the portland sim god (laughs) i just i colby said this to me and i watched it the first time i was like no like this can't be a video game right (laughs) and then i watched it again i was like i would also point out it's in the same week where uh activision was like what if we release a thing of Ronald Reagan asking you to, uh, you know, war crime? Like, yeah, I, I absolutely. I think the thing is, is like, I don't have any problem with politics being in games, and I don't actually have any problem with politics I don't agree with being in games. But what I have a problem with is Ubisoft coming out and releasing The Division and Wildlands and. You know, uh, the Call of Duty game with the white phosphorus, that was an EA game. That wasn't. But you know what I mean? Like, all these games and saying, what, you guys are reading something into this. There's no politics (laughs) in video games. Like, these these are just weird, generic statements about things that may or may never happen in real life. I'm like... Really? My my favorite thing is from the uh, last Call of Duty where they said that the Russians did the uh, highway of death in Iraq instead of the U- instead of uh, USA. And it's like that was pretty awesome. It's like I like politics and games are great. Games are art and art often, you know, mentions politics and and I I think that that's fine. But like you've got to You've got to own it. Like either you can't you can't put that into a game and then go like, oh my gosh, how did we not see that? Like you've got to either... maybe read the room. What? Like, and I mean, I think little. the thing is, is like you have to own it though. Like if you're gonna put the Black Lives Matters fist in your video game, then you have to go like, 
Yeah, no, it's about it's about current times and you know, this isn't maybe exactly a reflection of things, but it's how we view the world and we go, "Oh, cool, Ubisofts are monsters. That's fine. Now we understand." But like, you can't keep doing this over and over and over and over again. And Ubisoft has done it. I mean, the Far Cry, Far Cry 5 was the exact same way. Like they just don't No, no, no. It's just it, you're reading into it. I, There's No, like you So hmm. this is interesting. This the um Owlient is the company that actually yeah, made yeah, yeah, the, yeah. made this game. They're in France. Uh-huh, yeah. They made two games before this. One called Horse Adventure <laughs> and one called Horse Again in 2016 and 2006. Horse, so they made basically as they call it two very popular horse management sims. <laughs> and and now they're making Antifa beatdown simulator. Correct. I- so what? I'm shocked that they didn't come back with like, well, the raised fist technically isn't a Black Lives Matter thing. It's been used throughout, you know, the last 200 years. See, I'm just going to pull this over onto the screen here to show those in Twitch what uh, their two games before It's just this. insane to me. I don't... They're very pretty horses. I do not understand how Ubisoft can't... Like I said, it's not even reading the room. Like, I think it's, like, if you want to make that game, that's fine. But you have to, you can't make this game and then go, like, oh, shoot, no one looked at that. We're really sorry. Like, I know how a game, Ubisoft is a huge company. They they are, for that trailer to get out, a hundred people probably had to approve it. There, there wasn't, like, one guy named Bob who was like, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, push it live. you know that dozens of people approved that. And it got all the way through you know, a creative director and management and senior management and then pushed it live. And then they were like, oh, no. Like, do you really literally have no one at your company that could go like, hey, hey, guys, um, this um, may- maybe maybe um, there's something happening over there in cow. America. And maybe we I should, mean, maybe uh... all those people were also, you know, sexual harassers. and They don't work at the company anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ubisoft needs to get its whatever together, though, because. I can't rant about them every episode. I, I, I would say that, like, you know, hey, they're over in France, but it's not like France is not, like, you know, protesting Well, it's lot. not like France. I mean, the thing is, is I think it's Ubisoft Montreal, if you want my honest opinion. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't know. I they, That seems to be, like, the hotbed of where everything is wrong. So, I don't know, man. Either way, like, Ubisoft, like, get it together. Just, just get it together. Anyway, if you stuck Do around you- this long... Thanks. Do you think to become like a boss at uh, Ubisoft, you have to like climb a tower and open up other areas of the workplace? Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Then find another tower yep. and open up other areas, and then eventually, once you have found all the towers, you're CEO. Yep, absolutely. That's how it works. Well, and I mean, the plus side is you don't have to kill anyone because they just get fired. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, that's enough. I, like, I think the thing is, like, I love Ubisoft's games. Like, their games are great. But man, was I glad to find out that was a mobile title because I didn't want to have to do the like, oh man, that game looks really good, but. Ew. But I'll never play an iOS shooter, so it's fine. Like, Is it free? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Should I take the hit and uh, let you know how it is y- next week? Absolutely, Colby. If you could <laughs> if you could let us know how how BLM Antifa <laughs> shooter goes, that would be fantastic. Name your character Kyle. Um. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Anyway, if you are still here, 
you're probably a better man than I am. Uh, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on social until we get kicked off of it, apparently, at <laughs> facebook.com, twitter.com, and instagram.com slash bite me podcast. You can, uh, I guess if you're still here, give us money at patreon.com. Maybe you'd like to support a bunch of people who think Ubisoft are a bunch of fascists. Um, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And. <laughs> Dylan's going to listen to this podcast. He's going to be so glad he wasn't here. (laughs) All right. If you could uh, pimp yourself, uh, Hans, tell me where people can watch you stream Tarkov. Twitch TV slash Man Socks. Uh, And we are starting our Extra Life push in a couple weeks. Oh, man, Extra Life's coming. We need to talk about that, Hans, and figure out how we're going to do that this year. Because it's going to be different, I would guess, than it has been last year. Or were you actually planning on having 30 or 40 people come through your arcade? No, no. It is. We are going to do probably a couple twelve day, twelve hour days of streaming. Um, there's a four day weekend coming up in October. We'll probably. Oh, do maybe we'll there. do it at the same time. Well, yeah, I think that'd be. Uh, hey, we should that'd be that'd cool. Be really there's a four day weekend in October. For for the, yeah, oh, our your local, local school system, they get a fall right. break. Yeah, so, it'll be all right. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll play pinball. We'll play video games. Do you have anything to pimp call? I don't know. No, a, don't follow me on Twitter. No, you really very, shouldn't follow. Very... You should not. If you didn't enjoy that last part of what we talked about, don't follow Colby <laughs> on Twitter. If you did, find him. Just, yeah. just poke around. Like he's probably not that hard to find, really. I I have a Twitter that uh, I post um like bad uh IMDb parents guides Do you? that I find. I didn't know that. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Uh, I think it's at parents guides. Parents guide or guides one. I don't know. <laughs> he, he takes it very seriously. All right. So um, what I need you to do, Hans, is you need to read the third from the last comment in our Twitch stream right now. But in kind of a soft, quiet voice. Not no, a loud no, no. voice? I shouldn't say, but Yeah, he me! put an exclamation mark at the end oh. of it. Um, I think it's just because he was. Ex- oh, it's the fourth one now. Oh, yep, but see, I read it like he said because there was an ex. But you want, you want. That's what I want. At parents guide one. <laughs> <laughs>